0: Good afternoon, morning, evening or night, ladies and gentlemen, this is JAR Media 2022, WAPT. On this episode, we are going to have a look at the major political events on the year and give our final opinions on it and the effect it's going to have on our future well-being. We're also going to be having a look at the latest Elon Musk drama and we're going to be deciding... What's going on there? So, boys... It's been one hell of a year...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Baby a bit tired. Uh, good afternoon, morning, evening or night, ladies and gentlemen. It is the end of 2020, and as tradition goes... The
1: end of <laughs> Call of Duty Ops. <laughs> what? What's happening? You can't swear anymore either. This is all going to be edited out. Anyway. Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this episode of the Jar Media Podcast, episode 30.6. Well, we've gone back. Well, thir- thir- not 30.6, but like 30 space 6. You know, 36.
0: Hmm. You know? Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to.
1: Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this episode of the Jar Media Podcast. You know, I've, I've been thinking about that a lot. Like, I want to be more animated in my body when I communicate. Right, I mean, that's something feel you should like, do anyway. I die very I feel like animated. I don't do. I feel like I'm such a passive person. I feel like it would be kind of a fun juxtaposition to be like really animated with my body, but like keep. The vocals and stuff. How like. how how would you go about like well, being this is, more animated? <laughs> it's kind of like a reprogramming kind of thing, you know. Mm. Um, no, you just mm. you ought to kind of build it up, you know. You go, um, really you're you're, sort of
0: you're going away somewhere over over the next three months where body language is kind of like normal there when you speak. for
1: three months. In really? three months.
0: Um, so you need to just observe people. Body there. language is normal there. Yeah, Europe, Italy, Spain, Portugal. Yeah, they. You're very emotive with your your body when you talk.
1: Body language. Yeah, they reveal their bodies.
0: Yeah, strip naked. This is just. (laughs) Nargy.
1: Well, I don't know if you guys said it, but this is episode. (laughs) This is episode three oh six. The uh. It's either year-end or year-beginning, depending on your perspective. Rose, 20, We're recording 22. at year-end, but I think it'll be going up. New year. Yeah, we will be going up the beginning of the year. The beginning, of fresh on year. On the second. 202.3. Hmm. I'm your host, Alex, joined by Jim and James. I want to thank the Jar Media Patreons that make the audio version possible and get their names read out in the first or second week of every month. It will be next episode... Seeing as we're still in December, as we are recording this right now, um, yeah. So that's another year for the books, James. What? Which book? If if one thing one thing defined your twenty twenty two, what was it? Anything? What comes to your mind? Warhammer forty k. Mm, okay, it's Jim. Just sh- sh- generally straight up. What are you, Jim? Um. Twenty twenty
0: two.
1: Uh, probably the ocean. Mm. So someone else has been watching Avatar a few times then? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I've just seen the ocean many more times this year And monkeys True, yeah I was jealous of you seeing those monkeys Gotta yeah. be real yeah. Mine is uh, probably just utter political disarray That's probably my mm. Yeah, that's quite Yeah, no, that, that's a really good one actually Like the cost of living misery yeah 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 just just um the uk going into chaos <laughs> <laughs> but not the good kind of chaos well no we've just dragged the whole country down yeah to our level That's three yes. independently we've finally yeah. done it we've we've sandbagged the country yeah we crashed the economy <laughs> <laughs> um I, I mean normally what we do is like kind of wrap up uh, the year with some of our favorite artistic expressions. No, it. but it's not just artistic expressions. It's also
0: the how our year's been for each ourselves, and you know what were our strengths and how we're going to yeah. go into twenty twenty three.
1: There's more to us than just our. Well, yeah, interests. I'm personally, I'm very glad this year is over because uh, one of the worst years ever, personally, for me. Boo!
0: You're saying that when we came out of twenty twenty and twenty one. Yeah. Well they were also awful. Then why was this year awful comparison to them? Like where
1: where's this accusation coming from? Um, I guess just sort of just reaching like a a personal low point. Um Like such a low point where like some serious work needed to be done to get out of that low point. Mm. You know? Do you feel yourself coming out of this low point? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah because, but, it was, um, it, but it's been would've, rough would've... since like June. So, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, this this is the the nice thing about a New Year's, even though like, technically, it's just another it, day. Yeah, and like, it's like there there like... is no like we're stepping through some portal, some mm. like. We're not coming out of the Avengers so, Endgame yeah, portal, you know? Yeah, we're not launching out of the Puss in Boots portal, mm. or the Mario portal, or, or the, Spider-verse the, um, portal? the Spider-Verse portal, into some new realm. It's just like... Maybe that's what defined 2022 as portals. Yeah. Well, that might define 2023. True, I mean, yeah. You can't say yet. Yeah. But it, it feels like the way the brain works, like categorizing stuff, it's like fresh beginning. You know, mm. just the chance... The d- the time you give yourself to be like, I'm gonna change this one little bit, a new leaf, a new page, yeah, you know, like the page of a a Game of Thrones book. Why'd you bring up Game of Thrones, man? You're just making me sad again. <laughs> Yeah, so I was—I'm uh, the only one who's like prepared, like a list. Well, no,
0: but um, but I consume so much media, and I remember all of it in intricate details. That I don't need a
1: list. So I mean, entry. I reckon we should just start with movies. What do you reckon? Uh, okay. What do you reckon? <laughs> so I feel like there'll be a lot of crossover, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, let <clears throat> let me let me start. Yeah, let's start with the movies. Um. Just little warning there might be little spoilers here and there for stuff we bring up Um, so just keep that in mind and um, if we mention a title of something just skip ahead or something I'll I'll have time codes or whatever for when they're appropriate but I want to start with uh, everything everywhere all at once my movie of the year um, just like a movie that connected with me in a way that that almost did bring me out of a slump itself Mm. Where it was like it was the exact right kind of story and message that I needed to hear at that time, to really, I don't know, get a lot of sort of emotional fulfilment from. Um, I love a uh, short round, um, and having like a character that's all all about like killing it, killing with kindness as a character personified. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just a, I've seen it what four or five times. Um, every now and again, like when I'm in the bath or doing a poop or whatever, I've got it on iTunes, so I just chuck it on, watch my favorite scenes or whatever. I really love everything about it. Um, I can't remember how much we've really talked about it on Joe. I don't We haven't really oh, done anything, yeah. any deep discussion on it or whatever. Yeah, I don't think we have. All three of us have seen it. Um, well, it, it was kind of like a a big deal movie, purely in the fact you watched it and you were like, guys, you have to come over and watch this. Yeah, it was one where I insisted. You were, you were that passionate about it, like... It yeah, I didn't good. want you guys to miss this one. Yeah, and it is, like, really special. And it, it feels like, uh... particularly designed to resonate with... like, our generation, at least. Yeah, I get what you mean. Because it is kind of, like, chaotic and... It's it's kind of recognisable in terms of like you can see like the the DNA of like the Matrix in there and all this like multiverse type stuff, another Mm -hmm. kind of portal sci-fi universe jumping concept. And the title does explain like kind of the 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 thrust of the movie. It it is all over the place. It's everything. It's everywhere. It is like a chaotic premise, but like that is what makes it so like energetic and fun and unpredictable. what did you think of it, James? Because like, I wasn't sure what you were going to think of it.
0: I liked it just because it had heart and it had character. Yeah. And Heart's like, a good way to put it. When it has that, it doesn't matter any of the other qualities of it. It like, instantly catch, catch, catches you on that. Yeah. And that's what it got me. And I, I, like, and, I felt, and I giggled. I had some good moments. Yeah.
1: And I, I liked it. Yeah. It's something about that tone, being able to balance... It's one of the things I love most about it. absurdist comedy combined with drama that actually is effective. Mm-hmm. That is that is something rare. Because like you don't know, see like Spongebob uh, I don't know, it's kind of sad in the Spongebob movie where he gets let like, dried. Yeah, that, <laughs> it's that, not the same, it's a different hard. thing. But usually as a rule you don't really associate those two things. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it is yeah. totally absurd, it's silly, it's wacky, it's goofy, it has dumb comedy in it. Mm. but something about the, like, character drama is, like, really genuine and human and has a lot of heart, like you said. Yeah, like Metal Gear Solid 2. <laughs> yeah, great action as well. Like, some of my favourite action scenes of the year. It like, is fantastic, so, yeah. yeah. so excellent and creative and, the, like... The soundtrack as well. Mm-hmm. The, it's, like... They could have just released the soundtrack as an album and I would have liked it. hmm You know? The music is that... Yeah. Resonant yeah I've listened to a lot um of the the best tracks from it, like the empathy fight um mm-hmm. yeah the music that's playing uh, towards the beginning where she's in the laundromat and it's all like just perfectly synced, and it's just the blocking's so good and it's just so energetic and fun and oh, I, I love it so much um yeah, that was a special movie for me, especially with like the villain being like nihilism basically yeah being a a metaphor for that, that kind of hopelessness. Um, it was like yeah, after COVID and after the last few years of like just misery, it just seemed, yeah, just the exact right message that needed to be out uh, there. Yeah, um, it's it's funny observing like because it's got such like universal appeal slash acclaim. Um, it started turning into like a, oh really? Mm -hmm. Like this? Prove it. Yeah, and then when people hear that, they like go in with the challenged kind of. Really, this is the movie everyone was mm-hmm. saying this about. But whatever, it's it's too good, man. That was definitely a standout for me. My favorite uh, that I've seen. There's still a big, uh, few big ones I've yet to like check out. But I'd, I'd be surprised because it, it, it's, it's almost like it was made for me. You know, just everything I would want. Even though I could never really imagine this kind of, how you'd even really write or especially edit something like this together and make yeah. it actually work. Yeah, um, so yeah, absolutely amazing. Uh, the Batman, mm-hmm. that's what I was gonna bring up. We've talked about it on Jar,
0: but it, I've not watched it, um, outside of the first viewing I had of it, but I love that. I like that movie a hell of a lot when I watched it.
1: Have you seen it again, Jim? Or have you seen it the once? I saw it twice at the cinema, did you? Yeah, because I was jazzed on this movie. It's, mm. um, It has like problems, yeah, mostly in like the plot department. There's some bits and that the are, pacing. Like, it's really long. Yeah, yeah, it's like silly long. Um, but I'm that doesn't bother me. I can see it bothering like a lot of people, but I like I'm just happy to sit and just like absorb Batman into my eyes. Um, yeah, it's it's like. It, it reminded me of why I loved Batman to begin with. Yeah, same. That, that, that kind of opening scene where it's just, like, establishing Gotham. Um, and it shows that uh, alleyway with the music. And it's all just this, mm-hmm. like, implied story. It's really cool. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, but also the arc Batman has. Which mm-hmm. was, like, the movie starts with, like, what Batman is to people currently. And yeah. the arc of the movie is, like, Batman becoming what he was from, like, the animated series. Yeah. And I think that's a really awesome take on it. And when when the movie starts transitioning into, like, that message becomes clear, that's when I, like, truly I'm fell... I'm sure l- I understand. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I, like, truly fell in love with it. It was also cool how they kind of reinvented him visually, like, cinematically, I mean, like, um... His costume, the vehicles he drives, mm-hmm. it's kind of like... kind of year one inspired, isn't it? Mm. Um, kind of early Batman. Yeah. I really like Robert Pattinson. He yeah, he's it. probably the biggest shocker from the movie. Because it's like... Do he, I I'd already turned on... on him as an actor, like... from the Twilight days. It was like, he's the Twilight guy. Mm. Did and you not see, uh... <clears throat> LSD in a bottle movie. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that was the first one I watched where it was like, oh, he's, like, really good. Mm. No, he's a really good and character And then he's in, like, um. Um, The Lighthouse and stuff. Mm. Um, so I'd already liked him again. Like, but then he was cast as Batman. And it was, like, I don't know. He seems a bit, like, young. Mm. I don't know. And, like just he 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 has like kid vibes yeah i get what you mean he's like ya um yeah but that really works for batman mm-hmm. because he is a kid really yeah and i like that he's kind of a bit like like he's kind of his uh. early days like like when he's yeah. escaping in the from yeah, the yeah. lapd or whatever and Like, his suit's, like, really, like, basic, and he, like, glides and, like, smacks into a lamp or whatever. Yeah, he, like, hits into a bus or something. Yeah. Yeah, and, um... On the flip side, though, to Everything Everywhere, the soundtrack isn't very good. Yeah, I... It's a bit grating. It's more, like, kind of repetitive. That's the issue. Um, Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, like... Use the the theme sparingly to make it a moment. Mm It just puts it in everywhere. Yeah. It keeps, every yeah. Yeah. It's kind of an overuse thing Um, but I do like it though. Yeah, like it's a good theme, but it's just like oversaturated. Mm-hmm. No, I don't I totally get what you mean. Um Yeah, I enjoyed that hopefully uh, I'd like to see like a just a cool trilogy where they pick like the right villains to keep like a consistent like Batman has a good arc over the three of them. There's some <laughs> something good going on. It's like it's got like notes of the Nolan thing where it's taking itself really seriously and it's like grounded and it doesn't have them all, it doesn't have like Clayface and Killer Croc in the which the, it should. It won't that that's what the, <laughs> the third one should be. Killer Croc, <laughs> do you think so? Bring 100 bring out the Killer Croc, yeah? Dave Batista, Killer Croc. I wonder if they're going to do, go. um, like, Court of Owls for the sequel. Hmm. Because I feel like, like you are kind of limited with the grounded thing, because so many of the villains are dumb as hell. Like, really... Well, not dumb, like... You know what I mean? Like, silly. Yeah. Um, like, like, like Mr. Freeze. People say they want to see Mr. Freeze next, but I'm thinking, like, how do you actually do that in a grounded way? Because, like the, like, the penguin, the Colin Farrell penguin, is like, there's nothing really... It's not like Danny DeVito, like, raised by penguins or the, <laughs> yeah. or the bottle pushed in his head from the Arkham games or something. It's not like... Yeah, he's a, just he's like just an a gangster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like that, that ultra-goofy shit could be done in, like, a Justice League-esque Batman. Yeah. Like, one that would join the Justice League, but... then there's also like certain characters they can't really revisit because of like the nolan movies or i don't know like scarecrow would be a really cool one but he's kind of already been used in batman begins you don't want to tread but then joker's in it i guess as well yeah yeah. joker's used in like every batman movie yeah i don't know i'd enjoy that that was a that was a good uh cinema experience yeah super fun uh i'll Shout out, Nope. Yeah. Nope might actually be my movie of the year. Really? Yeah, it really stunned me. Have you seen it how many times? Twice? Twice. Maybe even three times? Really? I've only seen it the once, so... Yeah. It's a movie that... Like, after I watched it for that first time, you're just constantly thinking about it. Mm. And, um... I, I was kind of disappointed by Jordan Peele's second movie, Us. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same boat. It was it was fine, but it was it felt like a step down. Yeah, like Get Out was really good, mm. and then it was a step down. But Nope is like easily the best of the three to me. Yeah, it feels like it's saying the most. It's the most like visually stunning. Mm. Um, yeah, lots. Some of that like imagery, some of the visuals are like yeah. Not only are they memorable, but they're like really frightening um yeah yeah i um i can't get the image out of my head whenever i'm vacuuming now like mm, with a vacuum cleaner yeah and i like suck up a spider mm-hmm. i I can't remove <laughs> oh, that yeah. thought from like some of the imagery in this movie mm-hmm. and it's just one short scene in the film but that stuff has stuck with me it's mm-hmm. like s- tattooed into my brain yeah yeah like i've always been fascinated with the idea of like ufos and aliens and this kind of thing but it can be goofy as hell it can be silly as they oh, b- yeah. kind of mock it in the movie itself with the like big mm-hmm. the kids dressing up as the, the big wide-eyed aliens or whatever um that you'd expect to see um but yeah the way they take it's just like that it's like such a simple but like ingenious uh kind of spin on something yeah. that we've kind of seen like expected um yeah, yeah and really it works it. on, like, every level. hmm Like, it's an entertaining movie, full stop. Like, you, you don't need to read into it for it to, to enjoy it. Yeah, but then but there's a lot to that, read into. Yeah, and then there's, like, a layer and a layer and a mm-hmm. layer and a layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the, like, like theories that. and... Yeah, yeah, just all the, like, exploitation themes. The, yeah. c- the way cinema itself is, like, commented on. It's documenting things. And, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a big... It was a big win, that one, for me. Um, really like the main character too. I, yeah. He's such a kind of understated actor, but it really works um, when he's cast right. Uh, the Northman. Uh, yeah. Shout out, The Northman. It wasn't a commercial success, uh, but like a proper, like myth, like yeah, put to the screen. Yeah, I don't think you can put it into words better than that. Like, it is just like, like the a, a myth. It yeah. It looks, sounds, gives you that like. Yeah, it's based feel. on the man that inspired Hamlet, like the story of Hamlet. Mm. Um. But yeah, just like the the look of it, the just the Eggers style. Like, it really yeah i'm glad to see it on that kind of the scale like uh I, i've never i wasn't really expecting to see that from him considering like the bottle movie lighthouse thing the mm. witch is like really low budget so northman was like even though it was like a, a flop or whatever uh yeah i'm, I'm glad we actually you got, got to see it yeah like you can't take it away now yeah we, we at least got that as like a nice reward and it's like we're constantly complaining. Like, we watched, like, a, a montage of all these, like, trailers of movies <laughs> that are coming out. And so, sort of like, Cocaine Bear and, and all these sequels and Marvel movies and superhero movies and shit. Like, this is the kind of thing you want to support and see as much as possible. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, really good. Uh, Quick shout-out to the Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio that kind of recently mm. came out. I've always been a big stop-motion fan um and like recency bias aside like i I haven't seen stop motion this like smooth like it's it's really impressive i thought it was like beautiful um and all the character designs and that he turns the pinocchio story which is like kind of a it's really strange and kind of like and then He does a show and then there's like a donkey place and an amusement park and then there's like there's nothing that really binds it um but he he kind of turns it into a myth and makes it so like the whole he's not alive so every time pinocchio like dies in the movie he's kind of taken to this realm where there's this kind of like god character that keeps bringing him back because he's not a real boy Mm -hmm. and it's like it's got has this whole mythos and all the like creatures and stuff—it's really cool. It's a really interesting take. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely worth a watch. Um, and because c- one of the best and worst movies of the year were both Pinocchio movies. Yeah, uh, I was just. <laughs> looking at what was <laughs> really? I'll bring that up in a bit. I, I had a whole list of like, I don't know what is what it was about this year in particular, but I feel like I absorbed a lot less stuff than normal. But mm. the things I did were like. I really went deep into like a, a, a smaller group of things as opposed to like a broad uh thing but I do have a list of like I just named it shout out to shit so I'll do that at the end after we've done the good stuff um I wanna shout out men as well I'm the only one here that's seen it so I won't stay long on it just uh disturbing horror movie I know it's like controversial a lot of people don't like it um I found it really creepy. I'm a big fan of Annihilation, uh, Ex Machina. Mm. Uh, I I find like uh, fertility, god, like ancient, creepy stuff like that. Just a weird, disturbing idea to me, like myth type stuff like that just really gets under my skin. Um, Has like a insane ending that I'll never forget. Uh, If you like unique, weird A24 horror, check that one out because like yeah I really like his other movies mm-hmm. it's it's one of those kind of Marmite movies but if it connects with you it will like really connect with you mm-hmm. um, Banshees of Inner Sheerin came out uh, on Disney Plus mm. it was like a week ago or so and I checked that out amazing the uh, did you ever see In Bruges yeah Really good movie. Yeah, so it's that kind of cast um, on this like little island in uh, Ireland, um, and it's kind of a cool. It's it's almost like whiplash in a way, where it's the idea of like how far do you push your art yeah, um, for, for greatness? Yeah, and like what does that actually mean? Um, like the idea of time and like what what message are you going to leave behind and mm. what are you going to sacrifice for it uh, but yeah the kind of quaint setting the uh, the humour as well kind of just like in Bruges it's a similar tone Three Billboards was a similar kind of thing too yeah really good um, yeah just a great original drama with really good characters really good writing and I love um I love when there's like a conflict that's in the background of a movie. Like, there's a civil war happening yeah, on an yeah, island yeah. in the background. And it's, like, part of the story, um, but it doesn't directly affect the main characters. Yeah. I find that, like, yeah, a cool... It's like a setting. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are the main ones I wanted to shout out for now, unless you guys had any... Uh, Top Gun. Mm. We all saw Top Gun, and you guys... Yeah, we did a video, video without so we don't need to say much. But it's just like, I, I I was like floored. I can't say I'd ever had any interest in like, yeah, plane stuff. I mean, Planes like are it, cool. They've always been cool, but if if we well, talk when, Gun- when I heard Top Gun Two exist, I was like, well, uh, yeah. When I was I had like a really cynical. When I was seeing the trailers, I was like, "Oh, here's another one of these yeah, sequels. Yeah. Decades and decades later, cashing in on IP. Everyone kind of knows." Um, but yeah, it kind of ate my words on that one. Uh, yeah, Tom Cruise is like dedicated to actually sh- like giving you an experience and showing you stuff you can't see. And he, <laughs> in, yeah, in with tactile. like real stakes and like yeah, but like a- what tangible action? Yeah, and although like I- I'm. The the film is full of like effects and stuff, I'm sure, but mm-hmm. it's just real enough, where it's yeah. Like, I just like this. I loved the simplicity of just like start the movie, set an imp- it's basically a Mission Impossible like you set an impossible yeah. mission. The yeah. whole movie is training for the impossible mission, and then like then the it last the like forty minutes or whatever is just the mission. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm one of those people that has the take of like i did i didn't need any of that romance stuff like to me it would be perfect if it was just like the training actions st- like uh, to me there wasn't really that much added from having the old jennifer connelly yeah romance. i know why it's in there it's like a hollywood big blockbuster movie or whatever but that's the only thing that weighs it down for me um because yeah especially that all the flying scenes are, they're yeah. genuinely incredible like I, yeah i was really like blown away by those Um, yeah and just the the way they give you the like sense of direction and mm -hmm. where stuff is in the scene it's like yeah and even though it does have the simplicity and they set up the goals it still manages to be surprising and kind of go directions you weren't anticipating it to go um like that whole even through the training like with the bird scene the bird strike and stuff that's a really great scene um mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a su- that was definitely a surprise for sure. But the only reason I didn't note it down was just because of the. There's there's like an intense corniness to it. Um, yeah, it's which is good when it works, but when it doesn't, it like kind of annoys me. Um. I think I've seen that one twice now. Uh, yeah, real surprise because I the, I watched the first Top Gun like after, and it's like the, the same for me. This. Fu- this fu- sucks I can't I can't stand this f***ing film um yeah so that's a rare one but like the sequel is just infinitely better yeah than the original um yeah any other movie ones to throw out there no I think all the other movie ones that I have are like in the shout out to shit so I'll bring that up in a bit um okay let's move on to TV then Um, I've only got a small selection here, but aren't in the shout-out-to-shit bit Matt Andor So it's the whole thing good Start to finish. It's No joke probably the best Star Wars thing they have done since the Disney Acquirement yeah, okay, I guess it are you like Rogue one, right? Yeah, um it's kind of like the same team that fixed up Rogue One. Um, but just the approach, like it's actually got like, like character writing that is almost too good to be in a Star Wars movie, where it's mm. almost like, this is almost like misplaced. Because <laughs> like, we're so used to like the schlock, like yeah. like the, the Obi-Wan show, like that's kind of what we've come to expect. Like it's, there's so much like shit in it. But then it's like, oh, I wish that scene wasn't in it. I wish that dumb thing didn't just happen. Oh, that was a baffling choice. Why'd you do that? So, for every cool thing, there's like something garbage to match it. Yeah. But this it's just like consistently good. Um, maybe the first couple episodes are a bit kind of slow where it's kind of finding its legs. But like, once you figure out where it's going and what it's doing and what it's building towards, it has this awesome structure where it's like every three episodes is kind of like a mini arc that all like feed into each other and it like builds to set pieces and there's this there's this one episode about halfway through called the eye which I actually just rewatched the other day cuz it's like such a good episode um where it's it's a it's a heist basically mm-hmm. um that, that that shit's my weakness I, I love like heists and like getting teams together and pulling off like these impossible kind of tasks and it is somehow avoids just the typical Star Wars pitfalls. It doesn't. It doesn't just shove in references all the time, like that just ruin it. Like Rogue One even did it, where it's got like the "I don't like you guys" just on this planet for like, and it like the whole film comes to a screeching halt just to show that they're there. Like it, it doesn't do that shit. It's, it's got like a consistent tone. It's got cool new characters. I, mm-hmm. it's 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 the best approach where like no one cared about this yeah. character Andor. Mm. which is perfect because you have this open book basically a blank book that yeah, you yeah. can fill in um, and he's a cool character and it's yeah a genuine surprise because out of all the shit like they announced on the docket based yeah, on stuff yeah that was the one that was almost that was like, like ugh no one's gonna give a f- about that that's just gonna be lame yeah. but really surprising um, yeah that's some great action it's got the production like you'd you'd expect and imagine um Star well, well in saying that though, like the Obi Wan show felt more like a TV Yeah. Like it felt like a TV show at some points where mm-hmm. Andor doesn't really have that issue. Um So I would yeah, I would recommend that if you're like if you're like jaded as f- on Star Wars, which I was right before Andor. But it kinda reminded yeah, me a bit like, oh yeah, that like there was something about there was like an initial spark that like was really cool about this. Mm-hmm. Um and it's like finding a way to revisit that, um, and I think it's only going to have two seasons, so it should, if it's good, the same kind of writing quality as the first season, it could wind up being like a, like a really cool, the best just I like was yeah. Like in 20 years. So I definitely recommend watching that if uh, any of that kind of sounds interesting. Stellan Skarsgård is this really cool new character. He's this like, um, he sells uh, he sells antiques. He's like an antique dealer, but that's like his front. 'Cause he's actually like a building the rebellion like in the background. Huh. But it but the the Empire's eyes are like everywhere. And the Empire's actually like scary. They're actually like an oppressive force. Yeah, they, they very rarely feel They're that effective, way. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really recommend that. Um Yeah, I kinda mentioned House of the Dragon on a previous uh cast. Um yeah, and the kind of depression that came with revisiting Game of Thrones and that. Oh. I I got I got to the last season, um, again. And I watched a few episodes of it, but just stopped because it like it's so. It's even worse than I remember. Because uh, I went back and listened to like the the Sardonicast I did like around the time it just yeah. ended, and I was way more. I was being way more like, uh, like easy on it. Um, yeah. Then I remember feeling quite. I was kind of like okay with it at the time, but I was so swept up in like. There is one good episode. Like, I rec- uh, my recommendation would be to just stop. The episode before the whole like Night King uh, episode, where they like attack. um... When wh- they attack Winterfell. Yeah, when they attack Winterfell, well, the episode where all the characters you love are just like sitting around talking. Yeah. Like prepare. Th- that's yeah, yeah. that's a good episode. There's some like good dialogue <laughs> and some good character moments there. But it, it's just an absolute farce. So it took a lot to kind of get into House of the Dragon, I guess. But it's cool. It's got you, especially with the way like the season ends. It's got like a real. Yeah, this is cool. Like I, I really, I, I think dragons are cool creatures. Um, I always found them kind of cool, and the only mm-hmm. time I've ever really felt the the kind of scale or uh, true uh, potential of what you could do with those kind of creatures is the 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 Bilbo Smaug scene mm-hmm. uh, like the, the first bit of it Smaug. before it turns into the silly like dwarves fighting with this big like gold thing just the, that conversation Bilbo has with Smaug and it's yeah. like all about the scale and it's the conversation that that's like cool but the the dragon stuff towards the end especially is like yeah the this is like cool and scary and the designs of all the dragons are cool and just the typical stuff you'd expect all the like uh, political stuff the incest the all this kind of stuff lots of silly wigs but you know so hopefully that like gets better as it goes good, along yeah yeah, yeah. um my only other TV show I really want to shout out right now is Peacemaker oh you watched it yeah well just because I've got I've had uh, the, the, the Scar uh, now TV whatever which has HBO. House of the Dragon and mm-hmm. yeah all the HBO stuff and Peacemaker's <laughs> one of those so um, rewatched watched the uh, the Suicide Squad James Gunn movie yeah well, that, really character that is movie. a sad yeah it's, it's really good Um, and the show's good too uh, yeah, I've heard it's I true. just yeah, I just never gave a f- about John Cena like I I really yeah. like him. But I thought he was trashing everything until Suicide Squad. It's like the perfect casting for him. Um, hmm. and just the like kind of style of James Gunn's writing where it's like a little bit juvenile, but he's able to like just characterize everyone just enough and get like the little sensitive moments in for like the yeah. silly. Sh- it's like a the good a good turn. Um, I don't know if you ever saw Super from him. It was reminding me of Super. Is that James Gunn? Yeah. Um, With Dwight from... Yeah, yeah, yeah Dwight. And, uh, yeah. That's a good movie. Elliot Page. Um, yeah, it felt very much like that. Well, Like kind of really edgy and... Uh, yeah. Kind of gruesome and... Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Super was like a whole like... That was like a commentary on superhero stuff yeah like before that was like a big i can't remember if that was before like kick ass and stuff like that uh i want to say it was yeah um yeah i did enjoy it it's got james gunn's humor can be like quite hit or miss sometimes like it can go like a little bit too far um yeah but i think i like it more than i don't Uh, Mm. yeah it was pretty Mm. good the only tv show i can think of that i watched was cyberpunk oh, edge yeah. Runners. yeah 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 Edgerunners. yeah edgy runners edge runners is really good it is really good it's like it's just full anime like trigger it's just trigger
0: yeah like mm-hmm.
1: dr- overly dramatic like yeah I forgot to note that down actually because I can I was like trying to rem- it's like really difficult to actually remember a bunch of the stuff like yeah it's easy with uh, like movies because I just log it all on letterboxed or yeah. um even Spotify or whatever, you can kind of track the album sort a bit easier, mm. but yeah, stuff like that, like, yeah, I'd completely forgotten about that. Yeah, edge-wise was a shout. Yeah, it was fantastic, and it got me back into the video game. It like, mm. gave me the... It got me into the game? Yeah, for like five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's... It, it made me realize, like this, because the universe is based on like this this dice rolling like D and D type game, or Whatever. the board game. Yeah, but that universe that was created for that is actually like super cool mm-hmm. and super versatile. And that's the thing I like most. Yeah, and, like, yeah. A the a central hook's like really game, good and yeah. in uh, edge yeah. rollers. I really like that. Yeah. Um, and it's just, like, got at least one sick bit per episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like all the, uh, like, action animation and... Yeah, and it's, like, classic, over-the-top, like, overly characterful characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we're done with TV... Yeah. I think it's game time. Which, again, I've only got a small selection myself. Yeah, I got, like, three because I was lucky, I like went on um my on my Xbox true achievement stats um, cuz that's where I played Elden Ring. Mhm. Uh well, I played it on PC and uh uh Xbox Series X or whatever. Um but Eld- Elden Ring is definitely the probably the p- the piece of content I've sunk the most pure time into. Yes. Um in 2022. Uh, and yeah that's definitely like a The big game standout for me um, Yeah And it, it is like a, an event It will go down in, in Gamer history <laughs> um, And I don't know What else can be said about it now Yeah it is and one of those If you haven't played it you've heard about it you know. mm-hmm Yeah, you can't really avoid it, and I love like what it's done for like YouTube content and mm-hmm. what it's to Like, anyone who's making like open world games now are gonna have to like really pay attention to not be like yeah. clowned. Like, well, they're gonna actually I'd, have to make like video games. Because it, <laughs> it was going up against Horizon. Uh, what was it called? Forbidden West. Yes, or something. Uh, yes, which Andy I did. Remembers. I did buy and play for a bit. Um yeah, I mean, it's just like... I mean, it's night and day. It, the best thing about Ring is the message it sends to everyone else. Mm-hmm. Every other one, every other dev team making games. Or more so the publishers. Yeah, like, yeah, gameplay is king. It's got no nonsense. There's no battle pass bullshit. There's no yeah no silliness. And it's it's like... it's It's been the talk of 2022 since it came out. Mm-hmm. And it's like god of war came out and it's like people it wasn't like the red dead versus god of war one you know mm. where it was like which one is it going to be everyone was just like it's Elden Ring. yeah yeah as much as i like ragnarok like it's no it's no competition in my mind um yeah i think i've i've finished elden ring four times yeah i did it three times on series x and once on pc yeah and on steam yeah, amazing game. And it actually convinced me to go back and play Dark Souls 1 to completion, yep. which I'm glad I can finally say I've done. Yeah. Um. Hell and a big I chunk of Dark Souls 3 as well. Uh, why are you give me that face? Yikes. What? What's yikes? Yikes, bro. Well, you can't say that and then not say it. What? what are you, you know
0: looking? what? I'm yikes over No, I literally don't.
1: Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, Yeah, seeing as you mentioned God of War, I do want to say how good it is, um, because I finished it uh, a few weeks back. Mm. Just, yeah, it's just everything improved, basically, from the first game. Yeah, Um, I definitely want to play it, but because the first one's on PC, I, I feel like I can be pretty comfortable in assuming that the sequel will come. You'd hope so, right? In two years. Yeah. Yeah and I can wait, you know? Yeah, just again with the, I, and because I kind of mainlined the, the main quest, I know for a fact I'm missing a bunch of like awesome storytelling. Um, yeah. Because apparently all the like side quests and stuff are like really excellent. Um, I just wasn't in that kind of mood. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted, because it's a thing when like a game of that uh, popularity comes out, if you don't experience the story for yourself, YouTube thumbnails will ruin it. Uh, yeah, I've already had some things like spoilers Yeah, yeah, like stuff. just spoilers just everywhere. I had like major stuff like <laughs> spoiled on Twitter and stuff like, like I just, you know, it's really annoying. Um, yeah. But yeah, really good story. Really good characters. Surprisingly good writing. Um, mechanically really fun, the stuff they add and kind of change. It's like, it's like just enough, like I, I wouldn't really want another one of these. I think the decision to make it a two-part thing, perfect. So all you need. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool scale. Really like the main character. It's got it's got its issues. Um it's got its problems. Uh, some of the Atreus stuff I didn't really like, but overall like really positive, really good. I didn't I did note down the Witch Queen. Simply because I spent so much time with it. <laughs> um, and in the vacuum of Destiny 2, it's the best Content they've released for it probably um, as far as a campaign is concerned. What about including Destiny 1? <sighs> I mean probably yeah, it's definitely the best campaign they've ever made for sure. Mm. It felt al- almost not quite almost like an old bungee thing where it's like Well, you kind of do have the capacity to like just make like a campaign again. mm yeah. So they're so, almost getting to like Halo One quality. <laughs> they're almost, that yeah. No, it's just the Skinner box in just are oh, so manipulative. The like, whole design. I like it. yeah. Cause I'm still like on like the Destiny subreddit and shit. Like I'll see the posts and stuff, and it's just like you see the people like saying like, man, like I'm just getting tired of doing all these challenges and things. And the comments are just like, bro, you need to take just take a break just stop playing that's an option like that's the like i i was so addicted to destiny one and i was that person that was like tuning in like at the reset every week and like doing all the checklist shit but Mm -hmm. i've done that checklist shit in games for so long now that just doesn't it does nothing for me like it's fried my brain like my dopamine release is just like gone with that kind of like it yeah especially because it's like actually impossible to like if you if you actually wanted to get like everything in the game and like collect everything and do everything it would be like I don't know how the fuck you would even do it at this point, you know So I guess that's they've got that like core audience of people who are like in and they're always yeah. in and they do everything yeah. And they're waiting for every little time yeah, they're, they're all in like yeah, yeah, like shows. I used to be because I know exactly what that was like um, But there's just t- there's just too much of going on um for me to ever care about it in that way I think ever again, especially with how bad, like, the monetization and, like, the store is, and they released this, like, on- on Epic Games, they released the 20th anniversary, like, Bungie pack. You get it for free if you downloaded Destiny 2 on Epic Games, you just got it for free. Uh, but you can only- it's like a 20 quid, like, pack thing, which I refused to buy, because it seemed just so, like, just not worth it, um... Mm -hmm. I played that a bit, and it just, I was just, oh, my main takeaway was just, I'm glad, I didn't, I'm glad I didn't buy this. Man, uh, I don't know why this couldn't just been like a, in the season pass or something, but, yeah, I'm very curious about where that game goes, because I feel like the live service thing is getting, I don't know, more pretty, and more competitive and tired. tough and tired, yeah. Yeah, speaking of live services, Modern Warfare 2, baby. To
0: I didn't want to bring up One warfare Two. <laughs> I can't I not didn't it's, it's... want to because I can't. If I buy cards, it is all. It's There's everything. Yeah. It is. It is everything. I'm. I card has completely ruined my life. So since I got that <laughs> first One for Two, <laughs> it's just been downhill from there, and I am hooked in again. I said on this very show i'm not buying card i'm not going to do it no refuse to and no, here I, I am that's
1: why i said the whole time so, yeah yeah um, the, the, but
0: we know. but wrong. i want to say this and also not a good game and it doesn't deserve to be praised because there's so many problems of it
1: no but you've it's been not, saying this the whole time it's not true no but You're it is lying. no 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 but but it You're is lying
0: you, there's so many problems with ground war the fact that there's just yeah, all, Why
1: why is it all you play then because because
0: the, uh, that... Battlefield is so bad, it's that only it's like Battlefield gives me this much dopamine. Ground War gives me that, but because Battlefield's so bad, I don't get any from Why it. So I've got to, 1, I've got to have that small amount of dopamine. Dopamine.
1: Nah, dude. Well, are like, like, you put, are you saying that because you prefer Battlefield?
0: Yeah, no. Battlefield does Ground War better than COD. It,
1: there's a very but, specific. But I mean, you're not even playing like, like the COD thing. That's only in one COD game mode though. No, but that's the yes. thing with this COD. It's like there's a lot of actual. There's content, the campaign, which is like. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's it's got some fun gameplay going on. the The difficulties are f***ed. Yeah.
0: They did that. That's, like that's just terribly normal. designed. That's, that's
1: normal. Um, <laughs> but then there's like the normal multi, which has a decent amount of gamers. Then there's ground war. Then there's invasion, which is ground war with like AI mm. as well. Then there's DMZ, which is tied in with Warzone, and there's different, mm. like just from release, there's like a bunch of different content, like. But even in just Warzone, you can do like squads of one, squads of two, squads of three, squads of four, and like no other battle royale has that. And that's yeah. just the cobb battle royale. And and then there's co-op in the game as well. And there's all this stuff, and then there's like a million things to level up, and all these unlockables. And then, and then just... you buy the battle pass, and you're unlocking even more shit. Mm-hmm. There's a reason there is a
0: reason that like the Fortnite has no chance against COD cuz it there's not there's not those unlockable systems. There's not you don't go in the game and have all this variety. It's just Fortnite and you know skins. But COD has so much going for it that even if you hate it and you hate it so much, yeah. you buy it and then but, there's but always like some good there's always some nuggets. Skins.
1: But like the gameplay for me cuz I did this exact thing with Titanfall 2 as well. Like, I I work out what guns I like and what guns I don't like. And, and then I do. start at my least favorite guns and, then and just like play cool multiplayer world. and level every gun up Damn. from worst to best. Really? Yeah. See, I have the total inverse approach. <coughs> i be like, that thing sucks. I'm never going to use that. No, but they've kind of forced you, though. They forced so this you. This is kind of they a thing me to shit, bro. No, no, <laughs> no, in Modern Warfare 2, if have. you want to play the game, because if you want to unlock a certain site. You'd have to, you have to you you have to level up, up a X certain gun. gun
0: to a certain level. So if you want to get unlock, if you want to get a, for every other gun, if you want to get a fully good gun
1: setup, and you, you better yeah, start get everything. But they've done it in such a way where guns level up way faster now. Yeah, no. So what is that like a. a a design thing to try and get you to use the sandbox instead of yes. just using yeah it. yeah because COD has a problem of just
0: people use meta yeah, people yeah, just yeah. pick the yeah. best guns and that's it
1: but now there's like you got to use there's, this shit there's guns. at least incentive to use other stuff but it's it's given me like discoveries like weapons I thought I'd never like I end up having like the most fun with mm. and then I use the gun I expect I'm gonna love and it's trash that's cool
0: I I've sank a lot of time into COD yeah and, and I will t- complain about it but. But the gameplay, the the moment-to-moment gameplay, is COD. It's solid. It's, There's a reason it's, why it's like it It's the best-selling game ever. There's a reason why it sells the same amount every year, and it's just everyone only cares about COD. God of War is great. They're not gonna be talking about it in two months' time, but they're still gonna be talking about COD. You know, it's well, it's yeah, constant. That's kind COD's of the
1: that's kind of the thing where it's like, as Sony, they what they invest like two, three hundred million in making. A God of War Ragnarok, which they can sell one time, maybe it's got a special edition, mm. and then it ends. Whereas with something like, it's just never ending cash with that fucking franchise. <laughs> like, it's so addictive. Which makes it unbelievable, though, that they're doing every two years, a yeah, is coming they've, out. Cut, they've cut it. It's not going to be annual anymore. But that's because they can afford to do that with well, how yeah. much just. Because I'm going to buy at least income, like the income, income. First six battle passes. I've already
0: bought the first one. Like, the battle passes are so easy, man. There's like 30 days yeah, left. I like, yeah. finished they, it. It's
1: like they're, they're like designed to be easier than other battle passes as well. It's, Is the you one that's like a map?
0: Yeah, and you can choose what mm-hmm. you unlock at what weight you want to. Yeah, so if you want to go straight for like the, the guns. currency, yeah, you can you just, can just do, do that. Get back your currency yeah. as fast as possible. Because
1: I personally, I don't like battle passes. I think they're like, no, they're trash. They're, they're really bad. I don't find them like addictive. Like I feel like it's much worse than just being ab- like being having ab- some kind of choice in the matter. But that, I think
0: this, m- this COD system is not perfect, but Battle Passes shouldn't be just like, this is what you unlock at these levels. You should just be, you get coins and you choose what you unlock because then you're getting the most on the Battle Pass so that even if you yeah. don't complete it, you're still getting the content you want from it. That's how our party should be because he's taking a step to be different yeah. and to do but different. But even
1: then, just the whole FOMO-ness of it. Like yeah. It's, like, yeah it it expire, yes. like, you, Yeah. You've got to, like, grind and shit. Yeah, I just... I can't be dealing with it after, after a certain point. Um,
0: and someone else here also loves COD. Mr. I-don't-like-COD-I-just-find-it-all-disgusting and all this military stuff.
1: <laughs> Alex... <laughs>
0: Alex literally, we we started playing Warzone, and Alex was the only reason we started doing well. It's because Alex will jump in, say nothing, double kill people with only fists, and we're just like, what the f*** yeah. are you doing, bro? What are you doing? And you just don't say anything, you're just like, heh. As you like, yeah, yeah. get triple kill with only your fists.
1: Well, I guess it's why it's such a like success, yeah. again and again. Like You could hand it to a freshly born human child, and that's, you'd get a f- kill streak, probably.
0: Have you any any more games to play? Because I've got a few more.
1: Um, I've only got one more to shout out, which is Apex. Yeah, because I did sink a lot of time in in twenty twenty two. I did as well. It was my second most played game of the year. It was also my most played game of the year. Really, (laughs) but it's dead at the moment. Yeah, the latest character, the new map. didn't really resonate with yeah well it's what we were saying with destiny it's the live service thing where they go they're like they're like oh it's shit at the moment oh okay it's good yeah. oh shit yeah the thing again like cod i can always rely on with apex is the game feel though mm. no, no that's that's what got me in it's like it me. feels like the skill ceiling is like something like i want to get i want to get like better yeah i want to get, want to get rid of this cause it because it feels so good it's, yeah it's actually like cool and with the momentum mechanics with yeah and i understand the sandbox and it's like yeah yeah i'm much better at like cod uh <laughs> <laughs> i'm way better <laughs> at apex than i am COD. really
0: <laughs> i would like to mention for games um total war war Warhammer 3 uh, you played that a lot didn't you? i did um Cause I got into the, the the Total War franchise like last year, um, and be, having recently got more into Warhammer in General, um, I played a lot of it, um, and it is just like a properly good like t- game if you want to sink like months into on this one save where you're like hard difficulty. Like I tried a bunch of different characters and having a great fun with it. Um, it's just it, the main problem with it is that to get the best experience you've got when One and all the DLC, two and all the DLC, and three and all the DLC. So it's like if you want the best actual.
1: Well, so you can play one and two within three. Yeah, wow. Which is that is so good because it's like it's
0: continuing all the content you bought, but it's like for the widest thing you do have to drop in drop like a
1: seventy-eight. Surely surely that's tens of tens of tens of hours of like potential content. Yes,
0: you can. You can only play that game and that's it for a year, easy. Wow. Because it's like every character there's like three different. Well, four different characters per faction and they all play differently. But yeah, great game. It's like Civ. It has that Civ hook where it's like, oh, the next turn. Uh, The next turn. And then it's like two in the morning or like the next turn. It's got that Civ hook and I haven't played Civ Mm -hmm. this year at all. I've not touched Civ this year at all, which is... I have. I have recently, yeah. But then I'd also like to praise but also... Understand that it's not the best, and that's Darktide, mm. and I actually mentioned Vermintide on that as well. But Darktide, the new um, like Left for Dead Warhammer game, the the core is there. The core is 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 a the diamond, gameplay, yeah. But it's in the worth. They need to fix it. They need to just. It's not even so much about fixing; it's just like broadening their horizons. Yeah, though. it's just it's, it's just adding I mean, and there just are polishing problems a bit. With it. Yeah, like the netcode and everything can be pretty bad. But it, it it, the the core, it doesn't run; it runs atrociously. But like, the
1: gameplay is awesome, fucking amazing. The universe is amazing. Yeah, like, the just, atmosphere
0: is spot on. The soundtrack is the greatest soundtrack of the year, no doubt. Yeah, Nothing yeah, comes awesome. close. It just needs to be better. And I I when it, I like i played the most of it in the beta stage and i had such a fun time it it, it does what it does so well it just needs a bit of it's just the
1: same story with so many AAA games where it's like they're not to play though it's oh, a 30
0: really? pound game yeah it's, oh, is it? it's not full price it's not full price so like so i'd I, say in, in that it's regard, kind of a
1: triple a like franchise though
0: you'd yes like, you'd expect more yeah from it being. no i know you, you don't you don't expect good good games from warhammer really yeah, most, the majority of Warhammer games are crap.
1: Yes, yeah, there's like six million. Yeah, and I mean, there's, there's
0: like, there's Mechanicus.
1: I know nothing about Warhammer there, there, there,
0: Like, both, there's one hand is the good Warhammer games. That's how bad they are. So, this coming out being a bit shit is like, oh, a Warhammer
1: game that's a bit shit. We have Vermintide, surprised. exact same yeah. story. Apart from, I think that was full priced And I worse, think right? It I had the whole pack. It it did. I suppose this one's got the store issues. The store is only um, cosmetic, though. I'm sick of that, though, Matt. Uh, No, I know, I know, but... You still unlock cosmetics, like, just by playing the game. Um,
0: But I do understand that they need to make money, so it's not bad. But but the entire
1: progression of Vermintide when it came out was packs. Yeah. Like, that was... It still is. Yeah. But you just can't buy them anymore,
0: however it works. But we, we... we bought Vermintide like last year where we played it for like a, a few days and we kind of left it. It wasn't the best at that time when we played it. Mm. But we, we came back to this year with a vengeance because we, we like we sunk completely in. And like but picking up Vermintide now, actually a really, yeah, really awesome. good experience. Super so, fun, super, super responsive. And like the systems in it really easy to understand and like jump yeah, into. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like, it's, it's as casual or as like hardcore as you want it to. Yeah,
0: and it, the dopamine releases from it are like so cu- almost natural because it's like the 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 dopamine coming from that difficulty and the jumping up difficulties where you're like chaotic and I would honestly recommend it to anyone who needs like a really good co-op just fun game. Yeah, and the settings wacky as f- it's Warhammer, so it's, it's very yeah, fun. Yeah, it's fun as hell. And that has probably been the highlight of the year is playing getting back into Vermintide. Yeah.
1: I want to shout out as well, cause technically it was a 2022 release, Marvel's Spider-Man on PC. True. Did you play? Have you played that a lot? Yeah, I, I played the whole game and all the DLCs. The DLCs aren't very good, but yeah, that was kind of the vibe I got, cause like, I, I remember when those were coming out, I was like half tempted. Yeah, because way. the the main game, holy guacamole, that like it's amazing start to finish the the main story is like i, I love that what they did with Doc Ock. yeah yeah and like all the other villains in the game and then it goes into the dlc and it's like was that issue where like yeah you gotta you gotta save enough for like true sequels but yeah you gotta do yeah. like just yeah. enough to make it interesting but yeah yeah, and they don't do anything fresh with the gameplay, really, and whenever they try to, it just kind of falls on its face. Yeah, and the new face, speaking of faces... Oh, yeah, that is weird, face isn't it? ...is quite weird. Um, I much preferred the original face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it just, like, worked better to me, but... <laughs> Really strange decision. I don't like... I don't like that that's, like, a thing you can just do. Like yeah. patch out, like... It's almost like gaslighting in a way. It's like, no, I remember. That's not what it yeah. was. And it's like every single thing. It'll be like a photo frame, like in the corner of a scene, as a picture of Peter. His face has changed, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, this is Peter, right? This is the guy I remember. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, he. Because it's the same voice performance, isn't it? It's like yeah. All the same. Yeah. There must have been some like technical reason why they had to do that. I have no idea, but like his new face, it looks like less animated like it doesn't emote quite as much yeah because he had like the big wide eyes originally and it was quite expressive yeah he was really expressive he had a super expressive face Mm. but now it's like I don't know yeah because I think I think it was this year I played Miles Miles Morales um yeah which yeah it's it's nowhere near as good as Spider-Man it feels more like a filler type thing um but I hope they do more Miles because I really like that character yeah I really like Miles um yeah marvel's spider-man is a masterpiece unless you count the dlc it's weird how more content can actually make something Mm. worse yeah no no indie games i'm just realizing that we, we haven't we haven't mentioned a single indie game yeah um I just, Elden Ring ruined it for like. I've, yeah, I've spent Ring, so much time in Elden Ring I'm just yeah, like <laughs> it obliterated everything else yeah. and then Modern Warfare 2 comes out and it's like well
0: yeah I actually, I actually though. hate to and think how much time I've
1: spent in Elden Ring it's probably hundreds of hours like just on Xbox it, on that tracker thing it said I think I think it was 180 hours or something on Elden Ring yeah, yeah getting every achievement 100% thing yeah <laughs> um, I'm quite curious about like Penitent um, and uh, have you seen anything about that? Um, it's like an ode to the uh, the old Zelda games. We are like a little fox thing. Um, that looks quite good. Do you not know what I'm talking about? The one that's out. Yeah, yeah, it's been out for a while. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's on Game Pass. I can't remember. Yeah, we might have to start speedfying this shit, boys. Let's just. i I don't know what it is it just feels like the onslaught of content like it's just impossible to keep up with you know yeah it is and and when i prioritize like from soft and then they drop elden ring and it's like well the biggest one yet like it's a huge map like okay so i'm gonna play that for three months and then like with work and stuff that gets extended to like six months mm -hmm. and then and then, like, you finally get around to starting something else. Because, like, I, I bought Hitman 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't even done the first level. I Because because when you buy Hitman 3, if you own Hitman 2 and 1... That's right, yeah, could, yeah. It, like, combines it into one package. So I started again from Hitman 1. And played through um. all of Hitman 1, got into Hitman 2. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Modern Warfare 3 came out, or Elden Ring came out. And I was like, well... Yeah. There goes that. Because I guess Hitman's technically indie now, because uh, yeah, Square Enix let it go yeah, they're, somehow. They're yeah, I, don't, I don't know how that worked, but um, yeah, nice. that's cause a lot of the games I was excited for, including the indie stuff, just wound up like in the review roundups. Just didn't sound like they were that good. Like I was quite excited for Callisto Protocol. Yeah, that seems a bit kind of. I was, I watched the skill up review where he was talking about like the combat's like the same thing every time and like you can just like hold dodge and stuff. It's all like melee based or something. Uh-huh. I don't know, it doesn't seem that good and that other game that looked like um like alien. Um you're we like in this weird goo gunge world and everything's like <laughs> I can't remember what it's cool. Oh yeah. Scorn. Scorn, Scorn yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Um I thought that looked interesting, but it just didn't seem to yeah, really come together. It, yeah, it was. It's more like a an art installation than a game. Mm. You know, like, yeah, like a concept. Yeah, yeah, it was just like we have all this concept art, Let's make it 3D, and you are able to move around it, mm-hmm. and like, like yeah, obscure puzzles and stuff like. Yeah, that. and then it's just like disgusting. I I like hate that game, really. It's it's so <laughs> yeah. gross. Every, it's no, that's what drew me to it. I was like, "This yeah, is like yeah, awesome." No, because and cool I, and weird. I was really drawn to it. I was watching like law videos and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. This game I'd never even heard of. Yeah, but it, it it's just that type of shit that makes you feel sick. <laughs> it's horrible. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking for from media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of most of the games for me. Um, yeah, I really love playing Dark Souls One.
0: Before we get on to music, I've not watched any, I've barely watched any movies or anything, but I feel like I have to because this content is so fucking vast. It surpasses everything. And that's Lutino 9's YouTube channel, and that's Warhammer videos. We're talking an hour like and a half long. Like lore videos? Yeah, one, one and a half hour long just on one subject, and there's mm. hundreds of them. So that's why I've not watched anything, because I'm deep in, mm. in just lore videos. Yeah. Like this is the year of lore videos. I've never been sucked in by any mm. universe's laws no, that,
1: that's or. becoming a thing for me now is like it's not just like the movie or the game it is the Elden ring lore elder ring the, lore is, yeah it is, is the beautiful. clone wars lore <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is all the do- I love going in as deep as humanly possible like yeah like I don't even really care that much about avatar but I was like trying to find lore <laughs> like it's <laughs> become like this thing yeah. now where I'm like <laughs> <laughs> and I was searching for it just the other day and it's like, man, there's like a real lack of, like, Avatar lore. Like, what's going on? Mm. Like, where, Where's the Avatar? Where's the Vati video of, like, Avatar lore? Mm. <laughs> I guess it's just it? James Cameron. No. No. Because when I went to go see it a second time, like, I downloaded, because I got YouTube premium or whatever, downloaded the, the, like, one Avatar lore video. And I was, like, listening to it on the drive to, like, get right in the mood and everything. Um I don't know. I'm just like a law freak, you know.
0: Yeah, generally, if something doesn't was- have law, I can't yeah. get. I can't. Yeah, what's the point? COD has law. <laughs> COD has so
1: much law now because it's all yeah, over the left. There's heaps of law now. Law, <laughs> like Fortnite, has law. Ho- yeah, everything needs law. Yeah, no, because that's what like when. When I was, like, watching Game of Thrones again, I was, like, always on the, like, Game of Thrones wiki, like, uh-huh. going into the lore. <laughs> so yeah, I, I love lore. that stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. like, with God of War Ragnarok, it was, like, going down the... Not just the, the lore Norse of the lore. game, but a- the actual Norse mythology. And yeah. like Because that's part of the fun. It's, like, how they spin mm-hmm. the actual, like, Norse kind of myths. Um, yeah. It's always, like, a cool, cool way to delve deeper. Um how do you guys want to approach music? Because we can probably quickfire this shit, but <laughs> Look, yeah, um, I just prepared a few things that kind of defined my 2022 as far as music. Well, we've also
0: talked about our Spotify. Rap we talked about rap, us. but
1: it didn't. My rap didn't have a lot of this stuff in it. Um, so I, I don't know. A lot of this you'll probably have, Jim. To be honest. Um, I mentioned on that last cast that Underworld was definitely my, like, band of the year. Uh-huh. But I didn't actually specifically mention, because uh, I, I don't know if we, we prefaced it earlier, that um, w- w- these wrap-ups, they don't necessarily have to be content that was released in 2022. It's yeah, just yeah, things yeah, that yeah. define our personal 2022s. So, uh, yeah, Underworld released uh, Juanita 2022, just a single um really good uh but I'd like delved into their whole disco- discography um I'll just read off a couple of my shout outs uh yeah 100 days off that whole album is amazing um shout outs being 2 months off which you mentioned before trim and uh, solar system just oh, that that like 90s early 2000s what the fuck? what was that um, I'm scrolling through my um, Spotify sorry oh okay yeah uh, yeah I went through that whole discography so the, another standout was the album uh, Barking uh, shoutouts being Moon in Water Always Loved a Film and Bird One um, yeah if you like these like really long kind of uh, droning sounds bad but like kind of repetitive I find it like like a vibe, yeah, I find it like motivational like i like i like driving to underworld, I like mm. exercising to underworld, I like doing things while having this these beats these uh electronic sounds are motivating me um another one was uh I mentioned it on a previous cast, but going to see t v girl in Bristol didn't realize they were like this big TikTok thing. They're like really going crazy on TikTok. That's like a whole thing now. Like mm-hmm. music artists that were like India, like just boosted by TikTok and they become like huge stars, whatever, thanks to it. Um, but yeah, I've been obsessed with this. It's an older album, French Exit. Uh, the songs, The Getaway and Birds Don't Sing stood out in particular to me. Um, Fear of the Dawn. That White. Awesome. Really solid, really strong album. Um, my standouts were Heidi Ho, Taking Me Back. and Heidi Ho? See, I thought you didn't like that song. No, I was just listening to it the other day and I was like, yeah, this is... It rocks? Yeah, yeah, it does rock. Um, and But my favourite from that album is, I don't know how, the fuck, how you say it, it, it of. So Osoophobia? Isophobia? Yeah. It just means like the ph- a phobia of the sun, I think, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it means. And it's like a two-part it's like a reprise or something. Um really awesome. Uh Mr. Morale, the big steppers. Uh really good. Amazing. Love you, United in Grief. Mother isober Auntie Diaries. Uh yeah, the production on "Auntie Diaries" like as soon as it starts, like I start getting like the goosebumps on my back. Yeah, it it's like, oh my god, this is like really, really powerful. Um, yeah, it's got a lot of a lot of power that album um, mm. like, thematically and yeah, it I was. I think we we're, we're, were talking, talking about, about the other song, day yeah. when we're driving home yeah. from Christmas, driving uh, home from Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it just feels like there's always something interesting going on in that album like yeah. production wise lyrically like it's and it really felt like the one where I, I, I it's raw man mm. it's like kendrick being raw mm-hmm. and being vulnerable yeah and there, there was none of the like showboating and yeah sort of Cause yeah we were saying like stuff. it doesn't have like that that like humble kind of yeah, that one that's gonna get a billion plays type thing. Um. <laughs> Another shout out though um, to one of the guys from Stranger Things. Make releases music. Um, I don't, I don't like give. I don't really care about Stranger Things, but this but this music is kind of up my alley. Who is it though? Um oh what's he called what the fuck is his character called? He's Is it the guy that's new in the latest season? No no, he's been he's in it okay. the whole time. He's one of the like core cast members. Yeah. Uh he's got the big hair, like kind of like a mullet. Um With oh. the funny teeth? No 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 no. He's not one of the kids, he's like the older oh. guy who has the relationship with the sister character which one the the coke one or the not the coke one the baseball bat one the baseball bat one yeah, yeah. i can't remember the he league. makes music yeah um he's in um he's he's in he's in uh he's free, in free guy, guy. <laughs> yeah the guy yeah. from free guy yeah yeah it's an album called uh, decide by djo um yeah I was just kind of surprised by like how good it was Okay. Couple shout out. I like the tracks "Fool" and "On and On, On and On" is about like uh, algorithms um, and how addicted they are and stuff. And how they wrote Stranger Things. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And my final shout out is uh, I mentioned King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard uh, semi recently, Um, and the album did come out in 2021, but Butterfly 3000 is like connecting with me. I got in with this track, Interior People. Um, it's just. About, I never usually use my like Discover Weekly thing, but just this, this one time, this one moment, I just happened to go on it, and it was like, oh, because hmm. so I've, I've had a few tracks of theirs before, but it, like it was never. I'm you gonna know, like go down and listen to Gizzard, but I feel like. But then you did. But, but they're they are machines. In, they released four albums in 2022 Jesus so it's quite intimidating um, yeah. like, and it's like all like different sounds different kind of j- genres so I feel like I need like a a gizzard expert to kind of guide yeah, me like through it a in a way but, uh, sort of yeah like a bibliotech sort of thing yeah I, I want to shout out um, for me this year I mean it was one of my most played bands was Low Raw mm. and the lead singer of Low Raw passed this year and with the type of music that that they've always made and with him passing especially with the latest album that came out last year it's been strangely like resonant um, emotionally like Mm -hmm. this this indie band that i discovered through death stranding Mm -hmm. and then just became like obsessed with for a bit and then yeah yeah, I keep thinking about that game. I want to ju- <coughs> think about jumping in. You should. You should before. Like that's another that's one of my like game. a gamer uh, like big gaps is Kojima games. Like I've never really. If <laughs> saying It's cringe, he hasn't done it like in a oh, okay. solid
0: phase. We'll talk keep- about lore. MGS. Yeah,
1: MGS has the law, man. Well, yeah. No, I, it's it's more the commentary side that I really like. yeah so yeah I don't know maybe one day okay Um, so he's a genius baby
0: this is the year where I have probably found my actual music taste like my style I guess Um, but one of the main artists who um, discover is a Park Hai Jin discovered her music and the album Before I Die is from 2021 Mm -hmm. especially just great yeah it's like perfect chill music good for driving Samurai Play cyberpunk and Samurai is literally going to be the ne- my top artist for next year. 100%. Every day I'm listening to it like 10 times. Samurai is just amazing. Obviously it's by Refused. The uh, Norwegian, not Norwegian, like Swedish punk band. And then KMFDM, which I was wearing a shirt their merch last episode. Industrial, man. I love it. I can't get over it. And I'm seeing them live next year so I'm super super hyped about that. But they've been uh, probably the the recurrent artist of the last few months, and oh, yeah. they've got too many good albums and songs to list any
1: of them. All right, yeah, I, need, I need only said because I just prepared a bunch of it earlier, and I'm not just scrolling through. Uh If we want to round this out, then I, I've got I got this section shout out to shit because I. I'd like to start off with Elden Ring. Um, <laughs>
0: Um, my, my criticism of that game is a hundred percent, hundred percent valid because nah. I was playing it as like thirty FPS, and you nah. guys don't want to play. play no, no, no. Listen, yeah, if on you, you play, no, no, stop, stop, stop. You you refuse to play Bloodborne because it's a thirty frames a second. Yeah. So, so my I've, criticism. But but that's because
1: there's no other way to play it. You but can't. there's
0: no other way for me to play Odin Wing <laughs> Yeah, just there is. 30. You just
1: don't buy wheels for one month. <laughs> Ooh.
0: <laughs> hey. To be fair, I've not bought any wheels in any
1: recent times. <laughs> yeah, that's because your car is locked away in the v- witch's cabin. Right, let's go through the shit. Blast. Rings, rings of power is gonna start this off. Um, <coughs> uh, what, what, what are you thinking? Amazon. Did they you, poo it? They poo... They. They didn't just poo it. They sh- they diarrhoea shit explosioned it. Really? You have. You have the Lord of the Rings IP and you shit out. You I don't wanna I don't wanna be throwing JJ Abrams under the bus again. Oh, was but it a JJ? Apparently JJ Abrams is the one who recommended these showrunners, these random ass showrunners who have no experience. No, go on their IMDB go on IMDb, look up Rings of Power, go on the showrunners, the writers. there's there's nothing. And it's like what what are you doing? What the fuck are you why? Why would you take this like cuz it's not it's not like the books alone that is a big thing in and of itself, you know. If if the if the Peter Jackson movies weren't there, that would already be a big deal to have Lord of the Rings. But there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that. Mm-hmm. But then on top of it, you have three of the most beloved movies of all time. You're playing in that universe and you are trying to impose this feeling that you are like part of that. Yeah, you sit in the same echelon as those movies And as far as like the money and the production value and everything that they put into it, it's clear they wanted it to be that They f- it, they f- it hard. Why does anyone listen to JJ Abrams? I
0: what, Guess I what, guess
1: he makes money when Uh, Lost he Lost. Create, he created, Lost was it, yeah. He directed well, I don't know if he created, he at least he directed the first episode or two or something, and then just bounced. Like, mm-hmm. Here's the mystery box. Bye, you solve it. Yeah. And then he did the same with Star Wars. And then he did the Star Trek movies, which were like dumb and fun and but Star Trek mm-hmm. fans were like, This is what are you doing? Like, you are dumbing you're dumb, you Star Wars D- Yeah, you're Star, into Star Trek. Star Wars. Yeah, and then he and then he And then he <laughs> Star <and> So, yeah, I don't... I...
0: No, 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 that's it. He's trying to f***
1: everyone's nostalgia. <laughs> Star Wars, yeah, yeah. Lord of I mean, I mean, That's yeah. what he's done the whole time, like Super 8. It's just like... 80s. Yeah, I love 80s E.T. Mm-hmm. Awesome. This is my one. Uh. Yeah, the more time that passes, the more I just don't get on with his uh, kind of style and output. But as far as Rings of Paris is concerned, like the way it ends and they're like like spoilers rings of power but they're like they're like teasing Gandalf at the end like Gandalf's gonna be they're like really like clawing uh oh, it's it's really bad um I was holding out I was thinking maybe like they invest all this money they're like this is gonna be five six season eight ten seasons if we're <laughs> you know like it's like <laughs> such yeah. cart before the horse yeah um oh got it I could never imagine imagine watching that shit again. Uh, who? No one's thinking about this. No one. I've only heard complaints. Yeah. Just like a a desperate, sad attempt at their own Lord of the sorry, not Lord of the Rings, uh, Game of Thrones, um, just kind of gone catastrophically wrong. Um,
0: it sets a bad person, there.
1: And I feel like it's it's one of these things where it's not like i think it's actually like just the, the whole show is just ruined like i don't know what you could actually do to like follow up and kind of like fix it you know it's not like parks and rec season one like you know there's not room to, to improve this <laughs> it's just this
0: it's almost worrying because you know lord of rings is you know as you say it's this huge thing where there's there's a lot of respect there and law and law. but what's their new show Forty k with lots of respect yeah. and lots of lore but then Henry Cavill was direct like the executive mm. producer. So See, that's, that's like what, the only that's reason. where
1: you want. If HBO was making it, you could be a bit more confident. Mm. If it's Amazon or Netflix, yeah. yeah, it's it's a coin flip. Yeah. <coughs> or or like what would happen if it was like Netflix? Is it would like get it would get one season? It would be amazing. No one would watch it though, and it would be cancelled or something. Yeah, yeah, it'd be one of those. Uh, on similar lines, the Halo TV show. Blech. What the fuck you doing, Showtime? Um, ugh, like <laughs> we've gone into Halo. We for, don't need to drag that out. For how much like this franchise like used to mean to me, it's actually like it's just what are you what are you thinking and mm-hmm. what are you doing? It's just so obvious that the people in charge of it don't <laughs> they don't give a shit. <laughs> it's like. Let's try and formulate it to make Moomoo money. <laughs> and it's not like, oh, this thing we love. Yeah. Let's, like, make it and be passionate mm-hmm. about what we're doing. Yeah. And it, you can just take like, you, you lick Halo Infinite and it's, like, sand. Mm-hmm. You know? There's no yeah. vibrant flavour. It's just, like, like it's, honest, it's pathetic, the state of that franchise and, like, just yeah. the state of that IP. Because, like, you you do go back and you watch those like interviews and the the special features on the lord of the rings stuff and like peter jackson he's like talking with such like yeah passion about the book and like it's yeah, like they're a, so excited to just be like yeah. trying their hardest to make something that like they want mm-hmm. like nobody else has done it so we're going to do it it's not, yeah. they, they're they not doing that. It's just like, let's And like just... the source material, like it matters. Like a- adapting yeah. it is good, but like there's stuff like. There's it's like so- the pillars that hold it up. You need to stay yeah. true to that stuff. Otherwise, what is the but point? But it's also just like, the, like, why, why is the Sonic stuff? Like the Sonic movies are able to like do the things that the fans want. Like it's it's like yeah it's so basic. It's just like these certain little tick boxes that like just deliver them, and that's all you all you need. Mm. Instead of like just totally embarrassing yourself and just bringing down a franchise, even more. like it. That's the like I showed James like a bit of it. It's like it's actual sh- It's like beyond shit. <laughs> it's yeah. hilarious. It's total trash. But it's
0: getting oh, a second season, and the majority of people I know think it's great.
1: <laughs> really? If you're not a Halo fan, it's amazing. <laughs> which, which is f- up. It's so wrong. Um, we we kind of alluded to it earlier, but the 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 Robert Zemeckis Pinocchio. Yeah, that's like a masterpiece in shite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of like paralyzingly shit. Yeah, but it's <laughs> like he he like did Castaway. Right? He did Castaway, Forrest did Gump, Forrest Gump? Uh, the Back to the Future trilogy. Yes, like what? And then you can't even like take on Pinocchio. Yeah. Well, it's like everything, everything I was saying about that Guillermo one where it's like... Yeah, you take this spot, fresh idea. Yeah, you spin it in a way it's, and yeah. you make it your own thing where this just felt like... Exactly like that, 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 bullshit Lion King movie, or these, all this these works, remakes. It's sp- actually like, I hate the Lion King, I hate <laughs> the Jungle Book, like the the remake ones. I hate all of those, but this one is like, <laughs> this one it almost feels like they're embarrassed of, yeah. And they were, they like snuck it on because, the because they were bo- like, <laughs> um, New Pinocchio with uh, b- b- oh, Tom Hanks is in it. Tom Hanks, is that now? yeah yeah and it's like oh i started watching it and the second um who was it it was the guy from inception joseph gordon levitt joseph gordon levitt playing the little locust thing Mm -hmm. jiminy cricket and he's just like scary yeah he's terrifying It's frightening yeah yeah the kind of uh, photo real, like the textures on him are like this yeah. real bug thing but, but the he's... CGI is awful and then like yeah. <laughs> then the, the 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 guy who makes Pinocchio picks up Pinocchio and stuff and Pinocchio is like vibrating in his hands <laughs> because yeah. it's not like this it's, they didn't like track it properly it's like embarrassing yeah I'd just gotta stop you got you have to stop doing this because the the people making it don't care Mm. it's just a remake why would they care and who who's gonna be thinking about this movie ever again no one you know maybe in um tom hanks's nightmares (laughs) but yeah ewan mcgregor is the voice of the cricket in the um guillermo one is he and he's like a cool character Yeah. yeah he's got way more personality he's likeable yeah, it's just it's just shocking some of this shit. Like, uh, shout out to Jurassic World Dominion. That was on on my as well. Pure shit. Awful <laughs> film. Incredibly awful. Because <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any of the other Jurassic Worlds either. And Have was, you not? <laughs> that was yeah. your first one. <laughs> and I saw this one, and it was like, why are they? Why are they like giant bugs? The plot is about. Locusts, giant a company locusts. Company that accidentally released giant locusts that eat all the wheat, so the whole planet's. It's like that's not Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic Park is you go to to a park or Jurassic World or whatever. You go to a park and dinosaurs. Yeah, which at the very least, the wrong. first Jurassic World was that it was kind of like a around that era yeah. of the Force Awakens where it's just like same movies again, kind of but like modernized a bit mm-hmm. with like modern effects. Um. The one in the middle that Colin Trevorrow, who was actually supposed to direct episode nine originally, um, wow. didn't direct. He didn't direct the middle one, which is like this really weird half it's, horror movie thing. Isn't it half like disaster movie as well? There's like a volcano going off. Yeah. And there's like a sad scene with the yeah the vegetarian dinosaur gets like destroyed with sad music. Um, right. right. Yeah, that that was that was probably the worst cinema experience of the year it was Dominion. Like I was like bored out of my fing mind. Yeah. And it's like I, I don't understand what they're going for.
0: Yeah, like it's if, like if, if part you're just, Mission
1: Impossible Part. Yeah, there's there's like a motorbike extended scene where there's like a Velociraptor running next to a motorbike for like <laughs> twenty minutes. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ, this <laughs> sucks. but like what are they trying to do are they they trying to just rip off the originals yeah it felt like there are a lot of movies that i watch something like a banshees of or northman any of these where it's like this is like stunning and impressive to me in a way where it's like i feel like i could not do this hmm Jurassic World Dominion I could confidently say yeah. I could easily do a bad job you know but like, it's, it's the it's the type of thing that where like when you're a kid and you're like playing Star Wars in the, like mm-hmm. as a kid in the yeah. the play area at school it's like the same story mm-hmm. it's like if you're playing Jurassic Park this is the shit a 10 year old yeah I come up with but they oh, but it's the nostalgia thing man That that's what mm-hmm. really gets me they tried to Force Awakens it. You know? But yeah. they, they bring back yeah, for Laura Dern. and Awakens they bring back Sam Neill and it's just like sad. Got nothing to do. That yeah, that was miserable. Um similarly, light year. Miserable. Yeah, trash film. Didn't even finish it. Like <laughs> really. <laughs> um To infinity. again just like like leave, why just leave it alone just toy story 4 was dog shit and <laughs> half yeah 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 why why do just they have to poo on the poo yeah they're so far deep they're pooing on poo yeah That like maybe one of the most generic movies ever that light year movie it's, yeah. it's like so fu- so uninventive so fucking boring so yeah. just like like it it just goes nowhere. There's, n- there's again, nothing again. It about feels it. like a kid who's really into Buzz Lightyear being like, let's play Buzz Lightyear in the, mm-hmm. in the playground. But I'd rather watch that than that fing film. Yeah. I'd rather pretend to be Buzz Lightyear right now and run around for an hour and a half I yeah. have to watch an hour and a half of that trash. It was yeah, really boring. <laughs> um yeah, a lot of like awful Disney content actually. Like the Rescue Rangers was was f-ing abysmal. Uh, just taking the the, the meta like self awareness to like just uh, you know like oh my god, just give it a f-ing rest, it. just yeah. stop, stop it. You have to stop doing this. Um, Thor: Love and Thunder. I watched I that too. on Disney Plus a few months ago. I was I was like I was big on Taika TT man. I was big. I love Boy. Uh, you know, the vampire one. Mm-hmm. Like, these are like great movies. Yeah, like the the World people. Yeah, Hunt for the World of People. These are like fun, cute movies. Um and even even uh, Thor Ragnarok, you know, it's got its issues, like the villain sucks and that side of it is sucks, but it's fine. It's like an okay movie. <clears throat> but this this was a well com- i was commenting earlier how like bad a lot of marvel movies look and how like green screeny uh just studio space they mm-hmm. always look they look like so fake and bad like this one was like really bad this this an early action scene with the guardians of the galaxy and it's like it's like shocking really it's 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 awful like it like the Is it just James Gunn who can deal with these characters? I suppose they were fine in, like, the Avengers, but it just felt like this is wrong. And, like, this tonal thing where uh, they bring that character Jane back. Yeah. um, And she has cancer. Like, a really serious, like, sad thing. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, balanced against this, like, absurdist, comedy that like really doesn't take itself seriously at all and it's all everything's just a joke and it's just all improv comedy all the time yeah it's like like nothing matters yeah they they pushed it just too far yeah just the wrong combo of characters like the wrong story just every everything about it like just was not working um just ultra generic ultra forgettable yeah, Marvel like was really bad actually. Like for the most yeah. part, uh, like She Hulk as well. Like, yeah. yeah, everything, everything they've done in this past year, trash. Yeah, well, do, do, you like Doctor Strange though, right? That was alright. Yeah, I like Doctor Strange. It was okay, but it's it's not. It's just like fine. It's not like it's the all wine. fine. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing that's like. I, it, it's remember. fun and silly. It's like a Sam Raimi. yeah that was the enjoyment i got was just sam raimi directing a marvel movie is kind of funny um yeah that isn't you know an mcu movie not just marvel Mm. um i guess my final actually now i've got two more that horror movie smile i saw i saw saw it on halloween (laughs) oh (laughs) Oh, yeah you did yeah yeah um I don't know I'm like really picky with like certain horror movies um it was (laughs) there's like a scene in the movie where they're they're trying to make smiling like as really as scary and intense as possible (laughs) there's like a scene where uh (laughs) they're in like a, a hospital or something and the camera like pans over to um you know like in hospitals they have like the faces sometimes of like there's there's the happy face, there's the sad face, there's the like which one are you feeling type yeah, thing. which yeah. do you point it and the camera like goes over to the smile as if to be like you know the the smile's the scary bit, <laughs> and it's just like so stupid, so silly, um yeah yeah the, the smile is literally like we're designed to not be scared of a smile well i get I get the idea of like trying to make trying to make something. It's supposed to be like a positive, good thing into, into something that's scary, but, but like so many creepy bastards they have the, like the, whatever character or whatever has a big smile dog. Yeah. You know, but they've... that's like an ex- exaggerated to a point, you know, if it's just like a picture of someone smiling, it's, it's not very scary. Yeah. Well, like, if, if there's someone smiling with like dead eyes, that is kind of creepy, you know? Like it yeah. could be creepy. Yeah. You know? But it's, like, just the typical, like, just, just jump scares around every corner, like, the stupid story. And as soon as it starts getting interesting, like, it, it ends uh, just just garbage, man. Just absolute shite. Um, huge success, though, I think, because it had, a, it had a, like, a huge marketing campaign. Like, people in, in, in baseball stadiums, like, paid to, like, <laughs> stand in the crowd and smile so they could be on the big oh, screen or whatever, you know. Um. Yeah, just stupid. Uh, and finally, Uncharted. Mm. Jesus Christ, man. That, I hate that movie and I've not even seen it. <laughs> I, I don't like Mark Wahlberg. I can't with Mark Wahlberg. I can't. He sucks. He sucks, he sucks on his own, right? But then casting him as Sully. I'm, I'm watching him on the screen and he's supposed to be Sully. Yeah, who's such such a distinct kind of character? Yeah, and just nothing—not a single thing about him was like that character. Even in like the after credits tease where they give him a mustache and stuff, it's just like, nah, fuck you. This shit sucks, Venom director. This this sucks. Was it? Yeah, oh. and even Tom Holland, like, it's just wrong. It's not. It's not. Yeah, yeah, he's not Nathan Drake. And adapting like the. The set pieces in the Uncharted games only really work to me because they're in a video game. Mm-hmm. They're kind of taking, like, the Indiana Jones uh, action scenes and taking it to that next level. It's, like, so yeah. f- over the top, so silly. Yeah, yeah, and you can believe it because it's a video game. a video game, and you're controlling it, and that's what makes it different to those Indiana Jones movies and yeah, makes it fun. Yeah, Um. So when you're in, like, the final action scene, and it's like... Helicopters or planes or something like carrying, yeah, carrying, carrying pir- boats, pirate ships, sorry. carrying pirate ships and like swinging them around, and it's like the most like it's almost like Fast and Furious level of just like th- this is so fucking stupid. This is so dumb, and you clearly don't care about any of this, and it's so just like. Mm-hmm. Just using, like, little bits of imagery and stuff that you know from, like, the games. Like, there is the plane scene where really, like, falls out yeah plane, Yeah, plane. Yeah. Like, but, but they they take it to the next level of stupid because it's not... They can't just do what happened in the game. It has to be, like, even dumber. Mm-hmm. Even more extreme. Um, But I know that's one, like, some people... Like, it made loads of money and there's going to be, like, a whole franchise of these like awful films now, but... And Tom Holland was chatting bare shit, though. Before it came out, (laughs) yeah, he was. He he basically said he hated being in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was basically saying that like he doesn't really understand like who Nathan Drake is or like what. Are you saying Tom Holland isn't a gamer? Well, he was saying it like, yeah, it was all about like my shirt off with my glistening muscles. Yeah, it was all about looking cool. Yeah, nothing to do with actual like. Garbo, Garbo, man. Yeah, I'll never watch it. Yeah, please don't. It's made enough money yeah that was that was painful to sit through um that's the majority of stuff I wanted to kind of bring up and shout out there um yeah, awful year uh <laughs> yeah, terrible year, the worst year of my life mm. yeah, the best year of my life. So it's, it's always a challenge trying to come up with, like, a good way to end these, you know? Um,
0: we're all here. Just do here. that's all you need to say. We're all
1: here. We're all here. We are all here.
0: We're not dead yet.
1: We're here and we're not dead yet, that's what James said. We are all here and we're not dead. Hmm.
0: I gotta piss, bro. Go yeah. piss, then. you You've been recording for an hour and 40 minutes.
1: Yeah, these ones are always long, man. Well, I hope you enjoyed. Let us know your, uh, your picks of things from the year, if it was good or bad or whatever. Um, Let me know why I'm wrong about things. We'll see you uh, on the next episode.
0: Happy New Year!